0: Over time, with Joe Parker, provides a comprehensive look into high school sports in North Atlanta. Tune in each week for prep sports headlines and in-depth discussions with local players and coaches. Hello again, everyone, and thanks for tuning in. Hope you had a, a very relaxing Labor Day. Week 3 of high school football season wrapped up last Friday, and on today's episode, we'll run down the results from that week and look ahead to this Friday's matchups for North Fulton and Forsyth County teams. Uh, There were some more class crossover games this week, and among local teams, uh, that included Northview and North Forsyth squaring off and a battle for the Mayor's Cup between Roswell and Centennial. We'll start with that Mayor's Cup contest, this was the first meeting of the two programs since 2015 after they met for 16 straight seasons beginning in 2000. Roswell took that rivalry renewal 40-21 to in front of its home crowd, but don't let that scoreline fool you. This was a really tight game late. Roswell jumped out to a 21 lead in the first half. Uh, the really, uh, uh, Centennial had a uh, lackluster offensive performance in the first half, but they began to click in the second and uh, actually cut the gap to 27-21, to 21, and they looked poised to take the lead. Uh, however, an interception ended uh, touchdown drive in the fourth quarter, and Roswell just three plays later scored on an 86-yard touchdown pass to uh, extend their lead. And uh, another interception would quell the hopes of the comeback later in the quarter. So really tight game there for, uh, for quite a while there in the second half. But uh, Roswell, that second interception was actually returned for a touchdown by Tyrone Hopper. So 40-21 the final there from Ray Maness Stadium. And uh, Northview and North Forsyth met for the first time in non-region play. They are former region rivals. And uh, North Forsyth took that win 42-21. to Both teams exchanged scores in the first half, but the Raiders pulled away in the second and improved to 2-1 and one this season. Meanwhile, Northview is 1-1 one one entering region play. Over the weekend, we also got our first look at the Freedom Bowl hosted by Milton. Uh, This event, I know I've talked about it before, but a refresher. This brought uh, 12 teams from around the nation. Actually, one of those was from Canada for a uh, six-game event. And uh, Milton came out victorious in their Friday night marquee matchup. They blasted nationally ranked cardinal gibbons out of florida in front of their home t- in front of their home crowd excuse me that improves milton to 3 and 0 this season that is their first 3 and 0 start since 2013 so the eagles rolling uh, heading in they have a bye this week and then will face another big matchup in their rivalry series with roswell and some other scores for Scythe Central improved to 2-0. They beat Cass 24-12. That's uh, another uh, battle of former region rivals. It was the first meeting of those two programs since 2015. Uh, and at that time, they were both playing in Region 7-5A. The Bulldogs scored the first 17 points of the game and, and put uh, put it away with the touchdown in the final five minutes. Uh, Forsyth Central's win was their first consecutive victory since a three-game streak early in the 2016 season. Also in Forsyth County, Gainesville uh, is going to have a a, a hatred for uh, Forsyth County teams this year for the second straight straight week. The Red Elephants dropped a heartbreaker to a Forsyth County team. This time it was Lambert dealing the blow. They won 16-15. Uh, Peyton Rich, Lambert's quarterback, threw a touchdown pass with 3.32 left in the fourth quarter to give the Longhorns the one-point advantage. And uh, as stated, this was the second close loss uh, for Gainesville. North Forsyth earned a thrilling 24-21 win over the Red Elephants on August 24th. Uh, with the Longhorns' wins, now puts them at 2-1 and one this season. And South Forsyth bounced back from its loss to Blessed Trinity by beating a fellow Class 7A team. The contest was tied 7-7 in the second quarter, but the War Eagles put together uh, multiple unanswered touchdowns, uh, including those from Darren Rogers and uh, a pass from Drew Morris to Mitchell Thompson. Uh, Etowah did uh, find the end zone one more time, but uh, Rodgers scored another rushing touchdown, and Morris connected with Cameron Sure to allow South uh, to come away with that victory. And he, that improves the War Eagles to 2-1 and one this season. West Forsyth dropped to 0-2 after falling to Alabama's Hewitt Trussville. A very tight game. Hewitt-Trustville took that one 30-38. Uh, Hewitt-Trustville is a nationally ranked team, uh, one of Alabama's top teams. And uh, th- this was a, a dogfight with the Wolverines coming out uh, or coming up a bit short. Uh, they trailed 17-14 to at the half. And then teams uh, exchanged scores. And, but finally, the Huskies took a 31-30 lead in the final minute of the third quarter uh, and extended that midway through the fourth. And uh, with a West Forsyth fumble late, they were able to hold on. Now jumping down to Class 6A, Alpharetta earned its first win of the season Friday night on the road against Lanier. Uh, the Raiders trailed 9 to nothing at the half, but a uh, Kevin Watkins rushing score tightened it uh, midway through the third, uh, but that gap of 9-7 uh, remained the same, but uh, Alpharetta uh, defense held Lanier on a fourth-down conversion to set up their eventual game-winning drive. Uh, quarterback Bradley Rowlinson came off the bench and uh, earned the Raiders a fourth-down conversion to keep their drive alive and then had a 22-yard run and a 24-yard pass to Robbie Ruppel to set up first and goal. Rallison then capped off the drive with the touchdown rush. And once again, Alpharetta's defense held Lanier on fourth down to earn the victory for the Raiders, who will now head into region play. Cambridge will also head into region play this week. They will do so with an 0-2 record After dropping a 37-17 contest with Woodstock, uh, Woodstock jumped out uh, to a 23-0 lead and uh, essentially cruised to that win. Uh, Lots of turnovers for the Bears in that game. And Blessed Trinity uh, remained undefeated. They took down Woodward Academy 43-21 in a battle of two of the top teams in Class 4A. A B.T. tied the game at 7-7 with a block punt return for a touchdown. But Woodward uh, jumped uh, jumped back into the lead with a long touchdown of their own. But uh, Steele Chambers had four rushing touchdowns. And Jake Smith intercepted a pass, ran it back to the end zone. And that was enough to power Blessed Trinity to that win. And uh, Denmark, now uh, keeping with Class 4A, the Danes improved to 2-0 winning their uh, second game of this season, their second game ever. Uh, they took on North Springs on the road and came away with a 39-32 to victory. Uh, this one, uh, as the scoreline uh, tells you, was a close one. North Springs actually recovered an onside kick in the final minutes and drove inside the Danes red zone, uh, but their comeback uh, came up short when the when Denmark recovered a fumble with two minutes remaining and ran out the clock. Now, in Class A private, uh, Kings Ridge, they dropped to 0-2 Friday night at home with a 14-9 loss to Providence Christian. In region play, Mount Pisgah beat St. Francis Uh, 37-28. Those teams exchanged scores throughout the first half, and it was 28-28 after St. Francis scored on its opening possession of the third quarter. However, the Patriots responded with a with a 35 yard touchdown pass from Connor Norwood to Grayson Stevens and a field goal to take a 37 to 28 lead. Uh, the uh, Patriots uh, secured that win with a goal line stand on fourth and one and an interception to secure again that 37 to 28 win. And uh, finally, Pinecrest Academy fell to 0-2. Their uh, losing streak on field games continues. They lost a close one to Mount DeSales, 21-16. Uh, Pinecrest uh, led 9-7 to in the second quarter, but uh, Mount DeSales scored touchdowns in the third, and that was enough uh, to power their victory. So lots of great games, and uh, there are plenty of intriguing matchups uh, as we look ahead to this Friday. That includes region play beginning for Region 7-6A teams. Uh, Centennial, who placed uh, second in last year's standings, they will take on Pope. Uh, Cambridge is on the road against Dunwoody. Crosstown rivals Chattahoochee and Northview will battle. And Johns Creek will go on the road against North Atlanta. Another action for Scythe Central and Denmark will meet for the first time in intra-county play. And Lambert is on the road against Peachtree Ridge. 7-A uh, battle uh, between West Forsyth and Roswell. That one will be at Roswell this Friday. And as mentioned earlier, BT will continue its string of uh, challenging non-region games. They are home this Friday against Benedictine, uh, one of Class 3A's top teams. And in Class A private, Fellowship Christian will look to improve to 2-0 in region play against Walker. And Mount Pisgah will look to do the same against Whitfield Academy. Uh, in non-region games, Pinecrest Academy travels to take on Athens Christian and And St. Francis is on the road against Lakeview Academy. Well, that's going to do it for this edition of Overtime with Joe Parker. Thank you so much for uh, listening in. And uh, as always, be sure to check out our game coverage on Friday and Saturday. We also do a recap uh, each Friday night. Uh, typically late Friday night. You might already be in bed, but if if not, be sure to be on the lookout for that or some good uh, Saturday morning reading, a recap of all of those games that we mentioned earlier. So again, thank you so much for tuning in. And as always, check in for all of our sports coverage at NorthFulton.com. To Overtime with Joe Parker. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and review the show. And follow all of App Media sports coverage at NorthFulton.com.